And we're back. Kelsey Lachlan and Brady Stiff finally back together again. It is uh, July 7th, uh, the night we are recording, Kelsey. This is um, actually a monumental occasion. We are in person for the first time ever. It feels so good. <laughs> in person and, should I say, outside as well, because it's a gorgeous On the deck night. with a beer. <laughs> what could be better? The crickets are going? Those are, are cicadas. Those? Okay, cicadas it are is, going. You know what? This is the first time I've consciously noticed the cicadas, So, oh. and I hate cicadas. I'm glad I could do that for you. <laughs> My bad. My um, bad. Have you ever had, like, a cicada fly into the garage and not be able to find its way out yeah i've had worse yeah. um we thought the, one of the dogs we were dog sitting once um had Ate eaten one? one. Oh boy well he brought it in to the house and it laid on the ground as though dead and i put it in the toilet i don't know why i didn't just throw it back outside right but i put it in the toilet and flushed and it was not dead and those noises <laughs> will haunt me until my dying day. Yeah, I, I believe it. You that's, can't get that out of your mind. That's that's something. Um, it's not great. I, I think it's soon. It, uh, I forget what year it's supposed to be that the 17-year cicadas are supposed to invade this area. Um, hey There, Delilah was a big song Yeah. during one of them. I want to say that was 2011. And I think 11. we hit our seven, isn't it seven years? I thought there was, well, I think there's different breeds. Oh, okay. There's like a 17-year, a 7-year, a, a 10, I don't know. It's wow. it's crazy. Yeah. I remember the Q101 DJs doing the parody, hey there, Cicada, what you <laughs> want with my city? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> because they were so loud that year. So. And I, I think the last time we had in, the, in this area a really bad, I don't know if infestation is the right word, but mm. um, an occurrence, I guess, um, it was never that bad here right in the in the northwest suburbs in our local area okay. but i remember driving to the west suburbs and maybe Ooh. even the southwest suburbs and it was awful you want to hear something else sure we were driving to dork county for our annual trip yep on 294 okay toward wisconsin there's a lot of area up there that's forest i believe there's forest preserve up there and from the highway over the highway noise with the windows down we could hear the cicadas wow yeah, I mean, and 294 moves. You're yeah. going like yeah, that's, 100. <laughs> basically, yeah. It's the fastest highway, I'm convinced, on Earth other than the Autobahn. <laughs> well, um, the fastest one I've driven on other than the Autobahn. <laughs> I-65, I-57. Nothing. No, really? Nothing. Have you not been on 294 toward no, Wisconsin? I have. Okay. Yeah. When it was under construction. It's always under construction, I feel Well, the like. four years that Kevin was going to Carthage, it certainly was. But like that two months after construction, before they start the next construction, it's the fastest <laughs> highway in the world. Okay. I'm convinced. All right. Well, fair enough. It moves. <laughs> and we could hear the cicadas over all that noise. So they get I, loud. I forgot to look, Kelsey, when the last time we actually recorded was, uh, because it's been a minute. It um, would probably hurt your heart if you <laughs> looked at the actual date. The, uh, we have lives. People. Yeah, we have lives. It's summertime. Um, and... Between a trip to Mexico, a trip to Door County, and uh, summer basketball refereeing, like our schedules have just not matched up. Correct. And you know what? That's okay. Um, things happen. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't get paid to do this. So, <laughs> correct. <laughs> there are priorities. Um, 
major life events happen and uh, houses are bought and things happen. Um, would you, first of all, before we dive into <laughs> anything, um, I know there have been a lot of events that have transpired in the country and frankly here in our local Chicagoland area. Sure. Um, and we're not going to, um, we're not going to dive in because no. this isn't the place. At least we don't want it to be the place. You can get talk and um, information about those events elsewhere. Far, um, more, far more educated views, I think. Far more educated elsewhere. views. And frankly, it's heavy as shit. And um, we feel like this should be a happy place. Um, so we're not going to. We've gone deep before. Yeah. And uh, yeah. sometimes that's to our detriment. Sure. Um, it usually leads to good discussion, but. I think for the first time back in a month, almost five weeks, probably. Um, we well, should have probably... you admitted to everybody else that you lost our last recording? <laughs> probably because you were drinking while we did. Well, okay. Sunday fun day happened, and <laughs> it was it was a little bit of a split recording because that was the night that uh, the boys. Oh, that was the, bad. <laughs> we were. I think we recorded on a Friday night. Even we, for some reason, we didn't have. It was bad. Yeah, we didn't there have was, co-ed softball. There was a lot of blood. There was blood uh, that night. That was that was the blood the blood on the pillow night. Oh, um, no, no, it was it was, was Ben and Adam. Night. It was Ben and Adam wouldn't let you go to bed. Oh, whatever. Or they wouldn't go to bed without you. And kids. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, and then the second half of that, which was Sunday, <laughs> that that yeah. we did get kind of deep that night. That's why I brought it up was because yeah. I feel like there was some really some feels on that one, and then uh, yeah, and then whoops. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> I honestly don't know how the audio got deleted, but probably for the best. Um, Brady forgot to press record. <laughs> Didn't want to admit Possibly. it. <laughs> Possible. Listen, uh, co-ed softball Sunday fun days can get uh, can get wild. But anyways. Legit um, shit right there. Yeah. Um, so here we are. Um, look, we're not numb to what has happened, uh, both locally and across the country. And there's certainly a lot going on right now. Um, but uh Look, there's other places you can get commentary on on those subjects. So, um, you know, if you if you're looking for that, you're not going to find it here. We'd rather talk about what's going on in our lives and what's going on in the sports world and um, how shitty Chicago baseball is these days. Because um, you know the Cubs are bad, the White Sox aren't as good as they should be. I think we're going to dive into that. And I'm curious, uh, the Sox fans in the room here, or I guess on the on the deck. Um, <laughs> You say that like there are so many of uh, us. Yeah, right, right. Well, you, you represent your husband me. in this. You you All represent right. your husband in this too. But um, <laughs> sounds uh, very legal. I represent him in this. <laughs> right. Um, before before I, I read the disclaimer about um, not diving into sensitive topics today, um, you have a major announcement, don't you? I do. Yeah, I do. We bought a house. Congratulations. Thank you. We sold our house. We bought a house. There's a six week gap in between our two closings. Yep. And so um, we are in with the in-laws who were gracious enough to open their house to a family of four with two young boys. And that was kind of them. And they already take our boys a couple days a week. So it's a little, it's extra. Sure. Um, you know, not super stoked, any of us, about the idea of the arrangement. They were very kind to do it, um, but You're it was through it. Yeah, it was nobody's like ideal situation. <laughs> we are getting through it. Um, in some ways, it's actually a little better than maybe we anticipated. 
but there's also an end in sight. When we first started this arrangement, we yep. we didn't think there would be. It was more open ended. So to have a, a an end date is truly appreciated um, by all parties. And so we're excited about that. We're on our last two weeks of being there. Um, it's gone quick. It, it hasn't. I feel like, yeah. I mean, you're, you. you're you're in it, yeah. You're you're in it. Uh, I, I shouldn't speak so quickly, but I'm really glad you think so, Brady. Um, we moved two weeks from tomorrow. Um, we, oh, wow, yeah, we bought a house that we're very excited about. That we feel the boys can grow up in. Yeah. Um, that we can entertain in have our, our families over in, in a way that we couldn't before. Sure. We also don't share walls with neighbors, <laughs> and that's lovely. <laughs> our neighbors seem very lovely. Our friend Sarah's parents among them, which is wonderful. Friend of the pod, Sarah. Friend of the pod, Sarah. Um, <laughs> so it's it's all good. Um, we're very excited. Um, and uh, I guess technically next podcast i could be recording from the new home you could be yes it Although, would be very empty because it would be pre post-closing pre-moving <laughs> right one day between <laughs> it could be I very it could I, be very echoey in there <laughs> very echoey maybe i'll just come here to Anne's. i was gonna instead. say now that now that we've established that we can do this and and hopefully uh, i'm not gonna lie kelsey we are macgyvering the shit out of this <laughs> podcast tonight because we'll see if it works <laughs> um technical capabilities aside we are getting it done um and hopefully next time we record We'll have a much more professional-looking solution. Um, not that anybody cares, but you know, I, I care. I feel super professional over here. <laughs> I, with my I'm, AirPods. My I'm the little... audio snob of the group, yeah. so you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's nice to be in person. Glad you guys uh, finished the process. Well, you haven't finished the process yet, but um... I'm gonna give a quick shout out to Anne. I mean, look because at her right not now. Not only are, are we on me? her deck. <laughs> But she's pouring you a glass of wine because yep. she's a fucking champion. <laughs> so a shout out to not friend of the podcast because she refuses to be on it. But I mean, she hasn't of, flat out refused. Well, friend of our hearts and boss. <laughs> You're the best. He doesn't deserve you. Neither do I. <laughs> we are not worthy. We're not worthy. Is that a... We're not worthy. Is, <laughs> That's a Wayne and Garth, right? It is a Wayne and Garth, yes. Yeah. Uh, with Alice Cooper. I feel like that actually could be uh, our Halloween costume next year. Whoa. Wayne and Garth? Wayne's World. Party Wayne's World. World. Party time. Excellent. Excellent. My mom and dad went to, uh, my, so my grandpa used to own a bar. Correct. I'm, I'm totally sidetracking yep. this. We'll get back. It's okay. Uh, my grandfather used to own a bar in Palatine. Shout out to Judge's Decision. Um, and they held a pretty epic Halloween party every year, which I'm wondering if now is maybe where I held, like, that's where that came into my life. I don't know. Just but hosting they, Halloween parties? Yeah. That, like, yeah. That's I the just thing. feel like yeah. maybe like, you know. Cause even going back to your parents' from. house, we would do Halloween Correct. parties. Yeah. The first one you were not there that I ever did because it was, was actually in the city. Ah. Um, Kim and I hosted one the year that we lived downtown. But everyone after that. I remember stories about that party. That was special as well. <laughs> um, but so my grandfather used to have this bar with pretty epic Halloween parties. And my parents went as Wayne and Garth one year. Ah, my okay. mother with her long brown hair. Yeah. Um, Perfect Wayne. And my dad, who is blonde but, or was blonde before he <laughs> has white hair now, yeah. <laughs> um, 
he didn't have long enough hair and so he wore a mop <laughs> i'm not nice. joking he wore a white mop and he already wears glasses so that that fits right in correct it was yeah. a pretty stellar outfit i'm gonna also give a shout out to our buddy matt walsh uh-huh um who along with his now wife then girlfriend i think they did wayne's world did they do waiting guard well. i think they i remember did. that it's pretty excellent yeah we have photos that was at our halloween party so see it just was that um parents house or nope, that was my house the townhouse okay mm-hmm. um yeah my uh, my recollection of those uh halloween parties from what i do remember um because <laughs> those nights got those nights got rowdy yes uh, <laughs> um Let's see. I was I was Billy Madison one year. That was a good costume. I like. I that. even painted or colored a blue duck. Blue duck. Yep. You held it up and. I did. Yeah. I remember. Um. I was. Mr. Green as part of a clue. That cast. was a, that was a big group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were six effort. of us. Effort. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Green, you did it excellently. Thank you. Um. I was a blind referee. That was when the. the king. Uh, yeah. That was. <laughs> That was when the NFL had their replacement refs. Yeah. And I think it was right after. Do you remember that one? I think it was a Seahawks-Packers game where it came down to the last play. And there was a, a Hail Mary to the end zone. And this is, the replacement refs were there. I mean, two of them were right there. One signaled touchdown, and the other signaled timeout as if it was intercepted and he was going to call a touchback. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that was like the seminal moment of the... <laughs> that was That was the moment of the replacement referee era um, I in the NFL. I will never probably remember sports like that, <laughs> that level of detail, but I do remember your costume and I remember yeah. the replacement refs. Yep. Um, um, there was one year I was smoking Jay Cutler um, because that was a thing. I didn't love that one. Yeah, it was kind of a last minute. But like, that's me yeah. also not being as... Right. It's just not in my wheelhouse. Sure. It, it's uh, smoking Jay Cutler is a, a a meme. Yes. That was going around the internet at the time, and I think Jay might have even still been the Bears quarterback at the time. Toward the end of his tenure, maybe. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ooh, Firefly. Oh yeah. This is what we get for being outside. Look at that. <laughs> I was. I, I'm not gonna like house. I was a little bit worried about the weather tonight because it's mm-hmm. been. Like, we've had some intense storms roll through here. Um, and if you looked at the weather app on your phone, mm-hmm. like, this week, it was nothing but storms. Like, it was just going to rain right. all day, every day. Yeah. Which also hasn't happened, per se. We got rained out of softball on Tuesday. Mm. Um, Monday night, actually, was the worst of it, as far as, like, storm intensity. Yes. I don't know if you guys were still up at around midnight, but that's when it hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sure we were. <laughs> yeah. We actually fell asleep before, well, I guess that was Sunday night, before my in-laws, who were right behind us, got home. Oh, we wow. We were up in bed asleep. Wow. <laughs> so, and you all left marshes at the same time, so right? So tiring um, <laughs> having children during these holidays can be. I'll tell you what's tiring. What? The game that uh, Owen invented for Owen, Steve, Kevin, and I. The standing basketball? Walking thing? basketball, yeah. Okay. Um genius because it was a lot of fun although i'm not sure how they picked teams because owen and kevin ended up on the same team <laughs> well me and steve I, I, listeners I can't see what i'm doing but yeah um let's just say there was a height advantage on yes, the other maybe? team um and they won both games but it was a lot of fun um uh-huh. 
I'll take your word for it. It looked really stupid. Oh, we were sweaty as hell coming off the well, court. All you had to do was stand outside and yeah. be sweaty that day. So, <laughs> although that wasn't the worst of the Fourth of July, no. Like there have been Fourth of Julys where I have parked myself in the shade, yeah. at marshes, and um, not moved because it's ninety-five degrees and humid out. Twenty eighteen. Um, I remember distinctly yeah. because it was Ben's first. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and I was a new mom, and um, I had him out in like 103 degree heat. <laughs> and I remember being like, "This isn't is, good. Is he gonna? Is he gonna die? <laughs> like, am I? Am I gonna be called? Like, is DCFS gonna show up?" And <laughs> what be was like, What was worse, his first New Year's or his first Fourth of July? His first New Year's, he that was bad. That was um, that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So like. I don't know if this is everyone's experience, but as a new mom, I think all of the holidays were bad. The first holidays, um, you're like super adjusting to parties as a parent, parties with lots of noise, lots of stimulus. Yeah, I was going to say overstimulation. Tiny little thing that's got all these feelings and weird. I mean, even now, like uh, Adam is a three-year-old. He was a little shy coming in, but he warmed up quickly. I thought. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a it's a crapshoot. Because yeah. if you think about, if you've ever been overwhelmed at a family party, which like, <laughs> on the regular I am, I think. <laughs> well, I enjoy you, them. you have big family functions. I yeah. used to have big family functions. I've had multiple uh, relatives, aunts and uncles move away. So our sure. family functions these days are, are smaller. But yeah, I mean, shit, Thanksgiving, 30 plus people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you think about that from a tiny human perspective. Um, and like, I think too, as the new parent, um, you're constantly worrying about like not having your at home set up. Yeah. So like, um, for example, this was not even a new mom thing last year at the marshes, 4th of July, Sharon Marsh, God bless her, had a pool out for the kids because what's more fun than playing with the pool? Absolutely. When you're a child. July. <laughs> My kids loved it. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a swim diaper. Uh-huh. Don't ask me why, because I probably could have guessed that we maybe would need one. But I'm like, that's ah, fine. We'll just leave him in his regular diaper. And I'm trying to be cool, laid back, mom, <laughs> until his diaper starts disintegrating. Disintegrating because it's not <laughs> supposed to get that wet. Right. And it starts like falling apart in the pool on their lawn. <laughs> on the patio and I'm trying to like get this kid out so that I can get him a new diaper or just like preferably just get him out of the pool. Yep. Well, Adam doesn't do anything quietly. And so it's <laughs> screaming, shrieking. You remember oh, and yeah. you do. Yep. Um, and I'm walking, you know, through a party with him screaming and my father-in-law chooses that moment to say, Hey, 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 he's all barch, huh? And got the look of death out of it. <laughs> so that was me as a quote unquote seasoned mom. <laughs> um, imagine, you know, how it is with brand new craziness. So yeah. I would say his, his uh, New Year's Eve, we thought something was wrong. Yep. Um, for sure. And called the pediatrician and they were like, Nee-nah. I'm shocked. You Well, I guess I'm not shocked you were able to get a hold of somebody that Well, they have. That night. They haven't. Always. Yeah. Our pediatrician has a 24-7 call line. Okay. Um, and some poor, poor doctor on their New Year's Eve <laughs> has had to, to interrupt yeah. me or interrupt their, their day to call me back. Yeah. Um, but they were very kind. We have great doctors. Um, and it's not the first time or the last that I have or will call that line either. Sure. Um, but that was horrible. Um, Fourth of July was fun. It was just hot. Yeah. 
I was just yeah. thinking, oh my God, is this kid going to make it? Or is he going to pass out? Does he have enough water? Yeah. Or can I spray him with a spray bottle? I don't own a spray bottle. Oh my God, what kind of a mother am I? These are the things that go through. And then like the next year was better, but I was pregnant. That's really hard too. Yeah. And for different reasons. Yeah. So being a parent's hard. Um, I know I said I wasn't going to do this, but um, no one should be forced to have a child if they don't want one because being a parent's fucking hard. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, we uh, we had a lot of fun at Fourth of July this year. I thought. Yeah. I thought your game looked stupid, but I'm glad <laughs> you had fun with it. That's truly all that matters. You know, it's it's my favorite holiday um, because we get to, um, you know, get together with. Um, you know, for me, at least the families that I grew up with outside of my own. Yeah. Um, you know, both the Marshes and the Lachlan's are uh, my second, um, you know, families because, you know, spending so much time with Steve and Kevin, both in sports and then just socially. Um, Am I the sister you never wanted? <laughs> I mean, I've known you like, outside of the Lachlan's and then now you are a Lachlan. So yeah, yeah. it's weird. Huh? <laughs> Fucking weird. I know. I know. The um, last time I lived in the Lachlan's house, I was not a Lachlan. Correct. So that's weird too. There's all sorts of weird shit coming yeah. back around. You think it's cool to reminisce on this stuff. I think I'm living in my husband's childhood bedroom. So not as cool. Maybe. See, I, I thought you guys would set up in the basement. No. Or the kids a, down there. There was a lot of talk. There was a lot of logistical talk. And uh, we ended up in Kevin's old bedroom, which uh, Becky quickly converted into a girl cave uh, after <laughs> right. we left. Um, yeah. Slash her office. It's where her computer setup is. Made sense for that to be where I used the computer as well. Yeah. Um, but realistically, I think we just didn't want to get that um, big mattress down and then back yeah. up the stairs if yeah. I'm being honest. So quickly, yeah. That was, yeah, that ended up being, by the time we moved in and set up, we knew that we were only going to be there, you know, a couple. Six weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. And we were like, Neh. at that point I was like, do we need to set up this bed frame? Because it was a bitch to take apart. <laughs> Should we just put the mattresses on the floor? Um, and my very particular husband vetoed that. But <laughs> I mean, I, I've done that before. Well. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. When you were in Wisconsin, didn't you not have a bed frame? I, I no, I, I did. There was one. There were a couple nights that um, they got it. It got really hot at night, and okay. the bedroom did not because the the AC unit was in the living room, and it really only yeah second floor yeah um maybe even third floor was I no it was second floor it was only a two story building but anyways um yeah so you know second floor heat rises um. Yeah, I mean, the, the AC was not getting to the bedroom. Sure. <laughs> so there were a couple nights where I literally pulled the mattress. Mm -hmm. I think it was even, if I remember correctly, it was even the night before I came home for Stephen Lauren's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so I got horrible sleep the night Vivid before I memories. came home for, yeah. You didn't yeah. get a lot of sleep that night either. No, no. That Honestly, that was one of the most fun weddings I've ever been to. That was a blast. <laughs> yeah, I had a, a really wedding. good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, we've um, it's interesting because Kevin uh, runs the air conditioning all the time. Very, very cold in our house. You yep. and I have talked about this yep. before. Um, his parents, interestingly, are not typically quite like that. Um, they run air conditioning more than my parents ever did, but they yep. don't keep an ice box. 
I call our house that any house Kevin lives in and has control over, <laughs> I call it an icebox because it is. So it's been interesting. She's certainly kept it lower than I think they normally would. Um, and I still wear a sweatshirt and socks when I work because I'm just sitting all yeah. day. Yeah. Um, but it's it's warmer. So in at night it gets it gets quite warm. And uh, we're back to just throwing the fan on that we used mm-hmm. to always have again. <laughs> right. When we kind of lived there before. I mean, I, I can now as a as an adult looking back on it officially admit that yes, I lived with them before. <laughs> um, I denied it for a really long time, but I right. tru- I truly did live with them. Um, and so now this time around that we're living with them again, we've just constantly got the fan going at yeah. night because they keep it warmer. So <laughs> it's been an adventure. Been, yeah, for sure. Um, well, hey, let's um, let's talk some sports here. Um, it's the middle of baseball season. We're mm. almost to the all-star break in baseball. Yeah. And um, let's start with the White Sox because that's the team that was expected to be good uh, mm-hmm. here in the city of Chicago. And they're over 500, but I don't know if um, I don't know if there's been a lot of frustration in your household. Um, especially now that you have multiple Sox fans, like yeah. diehard Sox fans, yeah. between Kevin and Bob. Um, What's interesting to me is um, the conversation that Bob and I most recently had. Um, it's about La Russa. It's been a lot of talk about Tony these days. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could fall asleep watching a press conference from that man. Well, he's, he what, is, he's almost 80, isn't he? Dude, I don't know, but he's so boring. And I got to tell you, when my father-in-law thinks he lacks personality... There's a fucking problem because Bob is an old white man. Yeah. And Tony La Russa should be his thing, should be his kind of guy. So for him to just be like, oh, he's too old for this, which is what Bob told me today. He's too <laughs> old for this. I thought to myself, wow, that's really saying something. Now, this is a criticism that we've had of La Russa since the beginning. Yep. He's too old and he's not in touch. Those were the two things, right? He is super white. Yep. Coaching a super not white team. Correct. And a culture that is very diverse. Yep. And that needs to be respected and nurtured. Yep. That was the initial hesitation coming in. Huge criticism. Yeah. Or hesitation coming in. Absolutely. And I know that players have spoken out about how that seems to not be an issue. Um, they've got strong team leadership, and so that has not been the kind of problem many of us on the outside thought it would be. Right. Um, but I still think, okay, just because it's not a horrible problem doesn't mean that you couldn't find someone who's much better suited to well, it. Well, winning cures a lot. Correct. And that's what they did last year. Correct. Um, I think he's boring. I think he's not doing what anything to bring any he's not bringing anything to the table let's put it that way sure um Eloy came back this week yeah lots of discussion with me and Kevin about how to say his name I've been told I'm saying it very incorrectly Eloy or Eloy yeah it's Eloy I guess Eloy yeah oh yeah that's right the guys on tv say Eloy I I call him (laughs) Eloy it's super white I'm sorry I just catch myself a lot saying it wrong. Right. But um, he's back, and that's exciting because we've missed him. Um, but I think between being out last season and COVID shortening the 2020 season, like there's just not been enough of him. And yeah. I can I get concerned that injuries are just going to plague him. 
forever. Yeah. That's my concern with him. There's there's players that unfortunately, you know, uh, Chris Bryant's another guy mm. who, you know, rookie of the year, MVP, World Series champion within his first two years yeah. <laughs> in the big leagues, and he's had a lot of injuries. Yeah. Um, just the other night, maybe even last night, he hit his first home run of the season. No. Yes. That's not true. He, he's been out for a while. He's had some back issues this okay. year. But, I mean, he signed a large contract mm-hmm. with the Colorado Rockies. Yes. And one home run to his name. Two years ago. <laughs> no, right? this year. This Was year. it just this year? Because they, they traded him last year. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just talking about um, last year with um, some softball teammates last night. Some of the parallels between the 2021 Cubs and the 2022 White Sox. So do share parallels yet opposites. So in theory, the White Sox window is open, wide open. And, and on the front end of the window, I'll right? Give you that, yep. 2021, the Cubs window was closing, ended up being the shutting of the window, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Cubs Snap that shut. <laughs> the Cubs were in first place in the NL Central at some point in June. And then they went on an 11-game losing streak that forced their hand, probably for the best, to become sellers at the trade deadline. Yeah. They trade Rizzo. They trade Bryant. They trade Baez. They trade Kimbrell. Was that really just last year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I can't get over that because I feel like there was a straight-up, like, morning of that. And I feel like it was longer ago than a year, but. Yeah. Okay. I'll um, trust you. Um, yeah, so that was just last year, and um, you know the Cubs are in full rebuild mode just because of that 11-game losing streak last year. Not saying that they would have won the division last year or anything like that, but you know, uh, it, had they not gone on that 11-game losing streak, you know, do they try to get one more year out of the core, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And now this year we're talking about Wilson Contreras, we're talking about Ian Happ, the two big names that are trade candidates and, and probably will be dealt. Um, and then for the White Sox, you've got this playoff team from last year. You've got all these great pieces. Um, there's been some injuries this year, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Robert was out for a while. Eloy just came back. Eloy or whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> now you're going to think of it yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. screw it up every minute. Um, apparently you've got problems, you know, at the manager spot. Um, yeah, it, it's rough. You know, it's. We've talked about this a couple times. It's not the team we expected or wanted. Right. Um, I still enjoy watching them. Sure. Um, there are games that become difficult to watch, <laughs> but I do enjoy watching them. Um, they're on a lot. I don't typically sit and watch a game because ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> At least I you don't. don't have time. For I don't that. have time for that. Um. But I do enjoy watching them, and I feel like, for me, this is truly a fair weather fan comment. Now that the weather is nicer, Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying baseball so much more. Oh, yeah. just feels more appropriate to have it on TV. Like, I'm not going to live games. Right. I mean, I'm just enjoying it being on television. Yeah. more now that it's hot out. Yeah. And, and that's such, like I said, truly fair weather fan. Um, but Literally. Yeah, it just it took me a while to get into it this season. I think I talked about it the beginning of the season where I was just sort of like ambivalent or 
um, just not really feeling it, even though we were supposed to have a good team. It's hard to watch baseball when it's 45 degrees out. It's really hard. <laughs> and you play in that shit. So that's yeah. just crazy. Well, yeah. I want to talk I have about that. Different thoughts about the softball schedule timing, but, you know, Major League Baseball kind of is what it is. Sure. Um, well, they started late this year. Not tremendously late. Well, about a week, right? But yeah, a week but or a two. little bit late. Yeah. Maybe, because I, of the lockout. Yeah, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't horribly late. Yeah. But it was a week late. Um, yeah. And then it makes you think, like, really we were supposed to start this a week earlier like what the hell are we thinking <laughs> i mean there are there are some years just based on how um the end of september falls and and you know uh, the calendar there uh-huh. are some years where opening day is in march mm-hmm. and i mean you just cannot you cannot schedule opening day in chicago or minneapolis or um pittsburgh yeah. i mean in march you just, i mean no you can't do it like, yeah, there. I, I can't remember the last time the Cubs opened at home, and it's probably for the best because, you know, I mean, yeah, I think Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Reds, are the oldest franchise in professional baseball. Is that true? Yeah, the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, wow. yeah, I think they, okay. and for that reason, they have a tradition of opening day at home, but opening day in Wolf. late 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 march or very early april in cincinnati cincinnati's on the lake isn't it it's on a river yeah okay yeah i'm trying to think of my ohio cities i'm not great at them <laughs> cleveland is on the lake thank you yes. okay cleveland is <laughs> on like, the lake one of them's right on lake erie which yep. one is yeah it's cleveland <laughs> thank you it's cleveland um because the guardians then the guard yes it. yeah not okay. the indians did i say the indians you didn't mention Cleveland, okay. the, the team at all. You I, I have not. Cincinnati. So I have not uh, I was gotten really used to the whole Guardians thing yet. Yeah, right. no, I was proud of myself. And and then this this football season, we'll have to call them the Commanders now, the Washington football team. We talked about this, yeah. um, you know, 10 years ago on our last podcast. <laughs> um, so I do recall that there was some chat about that. Yeah. I, yeah. We'll have to get used to it. We'll get there. It's yeah. All just a it, it'll take time. some time. Yeah, it'll but, take some time. But we'll get there. Cincinnati then is that farther south? Yes, yeah, Cincinnati's okay. farther south. So you know what? That's better weather. But not. I mean, but it's not like supremely better. Parallel, maybe even a tad north of Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not exactly the no, south. It's not, not beautiful. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, it's almost Kentucky. That's what. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. of how high Correct. Kentucky goes. There. Correct. So it makes me feel like it's really far south because it's almost Kentucky. Right. But Turfway yeah. Park uh-huh. is in Florence, Kentucky, okay, which is a suburb of Cincinnati. Mm. And now we have accordion music. Amazing. I love being outside for this. That's fabulous. <laughs> um, Some polka. Uh, I think it's Mexican, actually. It is. Yeah. Did you know that Mexican music is heavily influenced by polka? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear it. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just listen to it. Um, wild. But anyways. Um, <laughs> um I lost my train of thought. Oh, Florence, uh, Florence, Kentucky is where Turfway Park is. Mm -hmm. And we've had a couple of horses run there. um, And I was like, huh. I was exploring, like, how to get to Florence, Kentucky. Ah. And I was like, well, it's right outside Cincinnati. Yeah. I wonder what a quick flight to Cincinnati would cost. Ah. Just for... Too much? uh, Yeah. Probably not worth the trip. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and that was even before, like, flight prices just... Skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. Yeah. 
like flight path. Woohoo! Yeah, right. <laughs> no one yes. could see that but you. So <laughs> Exponentially. I just, I just yeah. yelled into the podcast for no reason. <laughs> um, I'm getting very familiar with uh, Kentucky geography because my sister and her family are talking about moving there. Right. So um, I'm more familiar than I ever have been with it. But that does not necessarily extend to Ohio knowledge. So I'll have to just get out my map next time before well, I talk. Well, our horses now are at Ellis Park, ah. which is, so there's Churchill, Keeneland, and then 50 miles <laughs> of shit, and then Ellis Park. <laughs> oh. Ellis Park is the Hawthorne of Kentucky. It really is. <laughs> and that's where the horses are? That's where the horses are, yep. Because, are I mean, there? there's no Arlington. Oh, Christ. I kind of thought we would have gone to um, Horseshoe, Indianapolis. I was wondering, yeah. Where John G. Dooley is, by the way. I've heard. He uh, he got the new job calling races there. I've heard. Um, and it seems like a very nice track. A lot of familiar trainers, uh-huh. a lot of familiar jockeys. I think a lot of people went there. So. I think so, yeah. So why didn't you? Um, Dee's call? Don't know. Yeah, it's, it's Dee's call, yeah. Okay. I'm sure she consults with the owners, but... Um, and, and not to say that, you know, if there was a race that suited one of the horses, sure. they couldn't ship up to, well, she's a bang up trainer. I don't, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. I, I'll give so. her credit. I mean, if she's <laughs> making that call, I assume it's a decent one. I'm right. just kind of curious. Right. I mean, this is the first summer in, you know, not, not taking into account the two summers that Arlington was closed, but uh, the first summer since God knows when that, you know, they haven't been 2000, at 2001, Mr. Right. D closed this track out of spite essentially and i think shifted up to canada or maybe that was the 80s anyway they ran the million in 86 at woodbine there you go yep um that was because of the the fire the fire yeah um yeah but i think out of spite alone pretty much in 2000 and 2001 oh very much out of spite yes 2002 then the breeders came correct so let's talk about the track because we somehow got there yeah we're away from baseball fuck baseball <laughs> baseball sucks we're in the dog days of summer the cubs i it, uh, let me let me just say this about baseball yeah before cubs. we say fuck baseball finish your <laughs> thought about the cubs um there's been a lot of over the past month i've seen a lot of rage about how bad the cubs are and just mm. in the in the twitter sphere which okay. you know uh, i know um you know you're not on twitter in fact, you've deleted all your social media, apparently. Talk about that We're going to get back to that. but um, I still, every time I hear the word Twitter, think Twitter. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what my problem is. Like, it's because your mind's in the gutter. That's why. It's really not. <laughs> but that one thing is really bad. Also, the C word because of all of the Game of Thrones I've been watching. Ah, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Um, Lots of that. Yeah. So there's been a lot of rage from Cubs Twitter, which... In the Twitterverse, yeah. Yeah. Take with a grain of salt. But... I. I just want to be like, I want to respond to be like, did you expect this team to be good? So that's interesting, right? <laughs> right? Because, listen, I've made fun of Cubs fans for a long time. Yeah. It's sort of a thing for me. And before you all had a decent team, you had a shitty team <laughs> for a really long time. Correct. And so I felt no whatever, no bones about it. Um, just kind of mocking how you could be a fan of a team and yet be so fucking down on them because that (laughs) seemed to be the characteristic of a Cubs fan. And I can't tell as I get older, if that's like truly a good fan, right? Because you're still staying a fan. Yeah. And that's huge. Right. 
Um, you're not saying like this team sucks. I'm done, which right. is a fair weather fan. Correct. Um, but there's something about like the dejectedness of Cubs fans or the like. It's so Chicago. <laughs> it's so Chicago. Well, and I think a lot of that has to do with the run that Cubs went on from 2015 to call it 2020 because they they did win the division in 2020 technically. Sure. Sure. Um. You know, even though that was the COVID year and, and they got bounced quickly by the Marlins. Um, I mean, look, they, they went on a, a run where they were incredibly competitive. Um, 2016. I, just yeah. side note yeah. from somebody who's not as in it as she should be. 2015 was a good year, but like 2016 was a surprisingly good year. Um, right? I would say 2015 was the surprisingly good year. Okay. Because that was, we, we weren't supposed to have arrived yet. And I say we, the Cubs. Are you part of the organization? <laughs> um, the Cubs were not supposed Do to have arrived yet. In the Cubs, <laughs> um, I, it, a lot of people compare last year's White Sox to the 2015 Cubs. Oh, okay, Got because it. they weren't necessarily supposed to be quite that good. Be quite that, that good. Okay, um, that's fair. And now, granted, the Cubs in the NLCS that year gets uh, get swept by the Mets, and then. You know, naturally, the the thought is, yeah, you go win the 2016 World Series, which is what happened. Um, mm-hmm. There should have been more, in my opinion, uh, but you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, but 2016, I think they, that was the year that they were expected to okay. be really, really good, and Got they it. were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what was the year that we were in high school that they? Yeah, 2003. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the Bartman year. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I just want to get my timeline right. Yeah. Um, but do do you agree in some ways that it's like sort of a Chicago vibe of like we're gonna diss the shit out of this, and yet be fiercely proud about it? We're, as a sports town, we're very jaded because we have the '85 Bears. Yes. We had the 90s Bulls. Mm-hmm. Now the Bulls are inching closer to being good again. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Levine, by the way, max contract. Wow. Yes. Um, not sure what the re- reaction was there, but um, the Bulls are decent again mm-hmm. and hopefully getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, the Blackhawks had their run, right? Mm-hmm. Three Stanley Cups in 10, 13, 15. So what, that six years, basically? Mm-hmm. Um Cubs win their World Series in 2016. The White Sox, you know, hopefully over the next few years are are very competitive and, you know, um, you know, in, if not winning the World Series. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, and old teams for the most part too, right? Like that, that's something not every city has. Yeah. Chicago does have historic sports teams. Correct. Um, So when you talk about being jaded, there's something to that idea of like, we have history where not every town does. Plenty of cities do, yeah, but not every city does. Right. So there's there's some roots there. But like, my question to you is: Is it the Chicago attitude in general, which is like, I'm going to talk so much shit about the city I live in <laughs> for various reasons. Yeah, there are a lot of reasons to not be right, and like some of, of them are totally legit. The gun violence is ridiculous in the city of Chicago. It's downright horrifying, frightening, yeah. and disgusting all in one. Um, but some of them are more, I would say, um, not as deep and not as important, but like sort of these things that like Chicagoans can diss and yet still like love and embrace 
And like, yeah. if you, it's like, if you talk shit about your sister, I can talk <laughs> shit about my sister. Right. She's my sister. But if you do it, I'm going to kill you. Correct. Right. And yep. like, that is, I feel more Chicagoan than maybe any other city. Yeah. Well, I, feel like I, I don't Boston know about and that. New York probably I, have pretty similar. Yeah. Um, but like, we're pretty negative about the place we live while still, I say we live very loosely. Right. I live in a suburb. <laughs> I don't live in the city of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, this is kind of well known about Chicagoans, right? Yeah. Like, they're so fucking proud to be from Chicago, but my God, you really wouldn't know it in a lot of ways because <laughs> yeah. of how they talk about it. And I feel like it's seeped into the sports. Yeah. Or do you think it's more a sports thing and like it more kind no, of. No, I, I think into... it's a Chicago thing. Like, yeah. um, you want to talk about gun violence in Chicago, but mm-hmm. yet every Chicagoan will tell you that Chicago is the best summer city in the world. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're very proud of our Italian beef and our deep dish pizza yeah. and Millennium Park and Buckingham Fountain mm-hmm. um, and the Riverwalk, whatever. But yeah, there's plenty of problems in yeah. Chicago that yeah we, well, we know like, about, we can talk about, and the the whole country knows about. It's kind of a weird thing, like the city of neighborhoods. Yeah. Right, like the being a city of neighborhoods is is really tangled up, and like we're kind of proud of it, and yet at the same time, like not really embracing it in a lot of ways, right? Like gonna stay neighborhoods because we don't want those folks here. Sure. And we don't want to be able to have these neighborhoods and these sections to avoid yeah. and these sections where if you have money, you can go yeah. and kind of that kind of thing. But There's like, still we're gonna... some like segregation is probably the wrong word to use, but, but, it, but it's this. Yeah. yeah. So like, and then like also the word that gets used a lot, gentrification, right? right. Like we're going right. to bring money into this area and then it won't be. This Did you guys watch slum. Shameless? Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Um, which is wild. We didn't finish it, but. No, we did We. We got almost to the last season. Um, we The last season was the only one we didn't watch. Um, but it's weird and great and in some ways very un-Chicago and in some ways very Chicago. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, yeah. there's aspects of it that you're just like, whatever. Um, <laughs> right. It's a British show, or it was. Right, um, yeah. Right? It's remade, based on yeah. a British show. Correct. Um, and I think vastly different from the original after, like, a season. Or the concept, kind of like The Office. Yeah, right? right. Like the concept was the same, but like nothing else yeah. was. Um, this is not like a true to the source material kind of thing. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's very interesting to me. I feel like the way that we feel about our sports teams is indicative of the way we view our city. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, I'm going to be proud that I'm from Chicago, but I, but I also kind of hate parts of it. And this you have. I mean, just, just just with the two Chicago baseball teams, you have the stereotypical fan of each team, mm-hmm. right? With the Cubs, you have the the bleacher bum who you know is a probably twenty something white guy, yeah. who has some money to spend on likes bleacher tickets, party. likes to party, yeah. doesn't know shit about baseball, mm-hmm. couldn't name you two players on the Cubs, mm-hmm. and then you have your White Sox fan, South Side blue collar. Um, multicultural um, kind of fan. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, those stereotypes get played out if you mm-hmm. go to a game. Sure. Um, as long as you're a baseball fan, do you. Yeah. Right? Um, I, as a baseball fan, as a sports fan, 
more so as a baseball fan, get aggravated by people, it doesn't matter what team you root for, who are there for a social event, right? <laughs> I, I, and I, I, should... I am the person there for a social event. <laughs> but it's not like you hate baseball, though, either. No, 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 no. Um, I, I, I get aggravated about that with all sports. Yeah. You know, I, I've talked about how, like, especially with the NBA. I have a, just a quick note. Yeah. If you're that kind of guy, tell other guys to stop bringing women to sporting events. Whoa. Because, frankly, <laughs> if someone wants to take me there on a date, I've been to, on dates. It's been a long time since I've been on a fucking date, I can tell you that. <laughs> but I've been on dates before where he's like, you want to go see sports? And I'm like, if you want to. I've, I've talked about this on the podcast, I think, about how sports events are terrible date nights. <laughs> Unless, like, I am, I am lucky incredibly lucky. Correct. <laughs> and she'll she'll say to me, "Hey, you want to go to the dogs game tonight?" I'm like, "Yes." Are you kidding me? You don't deserve her. <laughs> Do you want to go to the wolves game tonight? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. In fact, we were just talking about um, one of my referee buddies um, has Cub season tickets, and nice. so we were talking about. Uh, I, I had texted him about remaining games he has and. Um, cause he's got really good seats and Great. we were trying to take advantage of, you know, the opportunity to sit in really good seats. Sure. Um, and I think I texted him too late in the game this what season. What is but... really good? So like, um, like... 100 level right behind Cubs dugout. Oh, I think kind of really like where you guys call. sat for your for our double seats. header. Yeah. 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 Kind of in that good. same neighborhood. That's a great location. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, for Ann and I, that's, that's a great date. Because That's we both cute. we both love sports, we both love yeah. the Cubs. But like, if you're in a new relationship, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sports is not the thing. Because no. if it doesn't go well, you are stuck there for hours. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of. Let's talk about this. Let's explore this subject more. We're going away from sports again. I apologize, but it's okay. What do you think of date ideas? Okay, are good and what are bad ideas? Right. So to me, yeah. for example, a movie yep. may be fun to see, yep. but if it's a new relationship, that seems like a poor decision, yeah. right? Because all you're doing is sitting next to somebody and you're and not engaging with that correct. person. Right. I personally think it's awkward to sit next to somebody you're new to. Like there's a close proximity of like, literally next to this person. personal space yeah like there's just something there where you're like mm, i don't know about right. that yeah um kevin and i recently i have not uh, told our viewers this or our listeners sorry <laughs> we're in person so i think they can see well us, but they can't there's going to be some pictures posted to social media because we are in person and outside this is a new thing for us yes but continue um kevin and i went to movie theater and saw Top Gun. Oh, okay. The new Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a gift for uh, my mother-in-law, a late Mother's Day gift. Okay. So we went with um, not only me and Kevin um, and Brian, uh, mom and dad, Lachlan, and then uh, Kevin's aunt Amy and her whole family. Okay. So this was like a big, a big deal. Group, yeah. There were 10 of us or so. We did dinner and we did a movie. And like, frankly, Top Gun, it's fine. Yeah. I'm not a huge Top Gun fan. I bet it was a pretty cool movie, though. The movie, the new movie was fucking fabulous. Yeah? I've heard it good things. It was gorgeous. 
it was the perfect movie to take me back to a theater. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been to a movie theater since pre-COVID. Yeah. It was uh, Little Women. I think I saw it with probably. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was very fun and it was nice, but it was a fi- it was a movie you could have watched at home. Sure. Little Women. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick was gorgeous. The cinematography on it's beautiful. It reminded yeah. me of Lord of the Rings. Okay. Like totally different kind of movie. But that was what it looked like. Yeah. And so seeing it on the big screen with the noise and everything was really, really good. Yeah. Story was good as well. I liked it. Um, it was not as robust as the beautiful scenery and, and everything that they did with that. But it was a good story nonetheless. Um, so we went and we saw that. I highly recommend it to anybody who's looking for a movie to go see. But to me, again, back to our topic. If I'm on a, um, an early days date. Yep. I personally think mini golf is an excellent early date. I've, I've done that more than once. <laughs> I think movies are shit dates. Yeah. I think um, dinner can be dicey. Depends be on really conversation good. skills. Correct. And like, I do think you need to be able to talk to somebody who you're going to be with, but with nothing to distract you, it can sometimes be a little eh. And also, I think a lot of people, like, just don't eat well with other people, especially, <laughs> I'm sorry, early on. Um, and this is a story that reminds me of that. Um, I'm officiating our friend Bree's wedding yep. to her lovely fiance, Mitch. And I asked them about their first date, at which they got dinner. And he was so nervous <laughs> that he did not touch the nachos in front of him. Nachos is a risky first date. Agreed. <laughs> they were they ordered nachos. They were there. They were together. And he couldn't eat a bite. Oh, my God. And then she got up to go to the washroom, and he just totally annihilated the nachos while she was in the washroom <laughs> for the three minutes that she, she was starving. And so she came back and he had like annihilated the nachos and she was just sort of like, Hmm. Okay. So risky move, but yeah. I feel like it can be really good. Um, but I'm curious what your, what your idea of like good first dates, not even first, but like early days. Um, I like the mini golf idea because it forces you to, interact in a way that is going to reveal some things okay um me i'm very competitive and it's hard to, it's hard <laughs> for me to compartmental, uh, compartmentalize that aspect of me um so no. yeah right exactly shocking um but i mean you're not going to be uh distracted by phones you're not going to be distracted mm. by food mm. um I don't know of a mini golf course that sells drinks, so you you kind of have to. Damn shame. Yeah, right. Um, you kind of have to naturally interact with somebody. Um, so yeah, I've done, I've done the mini golf thing uh, a bunch. Sports wise, um, driving range sounds decent. If she's a golfer, um, I mean, if she's not a golfer, she's just gonna watch you hit balls, and that's no fun. Valid. Yeah. Right. Um, top golf though. Like Ooh. there's a, there's a major difference between the driving range and Top Golf. I have now been to Top Golf. Oh, you have. Oh, have I been? To <laughs> Did you Top go to the Schomburg one? Yes. Yeah, we that's went a good one for Kevin's buddy Mitch's birthday. Ah, yes. With a group of people. Huh. They have I really good now. food there. Honestly, I get it now. Yeah. I understand the obsession. Yeah. I immediately suggested it to some coworkers of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm still in that weird COVID-iness uh-huh. with my coworkers. Yep. 
where like I barely really know them. You're correct. Right. Um, in fact, my two of my closest coworkers I have still never met. Well, I'm fifteen hundred um, miles away from most of my coworkers, so I get it. Yeah. So <laughs> that but you know what? You work on a team in Colorado, so that makes sense. And most of our people are in Dallas, Fort Worth area. So. I work on a team yeah. in Itasca. Right. We're all local ish. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the farthest one lives in Chicago. It's not that far. Correct. Um, so it's interesting to me because we did a company picnic. Yep. And I was like, oh, I get to meet people. <laughs> I did not get to meet two of the people. I was very disappointed oh, man. because they were not able to make it. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, well, we should go and do this top golf thing. Now I have done it and I understand. It's like crack. Yeah. And I would like to do some more crack. It's <laughs> um, good because we have a gift card. There you go. <laughs> Let's do crack together. Um, so we went and it was, again, a, a party, a birthday, or whatever. Yep. What a great time. Yeah. And I'm not a golfer. I know how to, I mean, my dad used to take us to the range. Right. So I'm familiar with that style right top golf style but like it's just so much fun well we played an angry birds game yeah yeah How and cool we went for that? i think mother's day last year um uh, because my our mother's day and father's day tradition is is typically golf with the family mm -hmm. um last year it was supposed to rain on mother's day so we ended up going to top golf uh, uh, okay. we played the angry birds game but yeah so the driving range and golf is very stuffy Right. Sure. And there's a lot of there's actually a, a, a pretty uh, a pretty good movement right now to make golf more accessible. Yeah. For people and um, to get more diverse, which I really uh, like. yeah, more diverse yeah. and just more get more people interested in the game. Sure. It's a hard game to learn. It's a hard sport to play. It really is. Yeah. Um, I believe it because I'm awful at it. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm not good at sports. So I shouldn't <laughs> say it like it's the only one I'm not good at. But look, it's I not mean, true at all. Like hockey and baseball players tend to be decent at golf because of the hand-eye coordination. Okay. But to hit that little ball straight, I mean, <laughs> if one little thing is little yeah, if one little thing is off with your swing, it, the ball's going any which way. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot to get well, that ball to go and straight. And like, okay, so hockey you aim, sure. Mm -hmm. Baseball you really don't. You Correct. can argue with me that you not in baseball. In softball, I can aim, but in baseball, right. no. I'm just trying to hit the ball. Well, put and it in, in baseball, yeah. like maybe really good players, professional players, can like kind of be like, I'm gonna get it out that way. Right. Great. Yeah. Fine. You need to make it in this tiny little fucking hole <laughs> that is I like put that hundreds of yards away. Oh God! That, you know, I watched it again. Oh my God! It's so good. It over. Yep. So good. The the Robin we Williams do, on golf is what we we're do referencing. This one? No, 18, 18 fucking, fucking times. times. <laughs> my possibly my favorite comedy sketch of all time. That was so fucking good. phenomenal. So good. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a huge difference. Um, football, you aim, but you've got a big ass end zone. Yeah, there's, and I there's mean, this is yeah, like it's different totally objectives. Different you're right. right. Yeah. Right. Basketball, yeah, you're getting in a hole, but you've got it directly on your hands. Everything is different. Yeah. Ev there's nothing that comes close to golf. Right. And yeah, I think it's fucking hard. It is. <laughs> um, again, I suck at all sports, so <laughs> they're all hard for me. But I could totally see where golf would be really difficult. And, and like, if you go to the driving range, right, um, there's going to be, if you try to whoop it up and have a good time at the driving range, mm -hmm. you're going to get looks you're probably going to get kicked out. If you go That's to Top Golf, interesting. Yeah. If you go to Top Golf, by all means, have a party. Yeah. That's what it's for. 
Yeah. Right. Um, so it's like the driving range is basically like you being at a sporting event and being pissed off that people who are not sports fans are there. Yes. Like top golf <laughs> yes. is the solution. Right. We exactly. Need top golf baseball games <laughs> to watch is that, what we need. You know what? What's funny Cubs to say about rooftop. Um, Cubs rooftop, <laughs> or like you go to Japan or Korea, Ooh. like their baseball games are like parties. Like they chant, they blow whistles, like it's a whole thing. Interesting. In America, baseball, like we're going to have conversation during the game because it's yeah. a three hour thing, but we're not chanting, we're not whistling, we're not anything. What are you looking at? Do you not hear that? No. Is that not thunder? Oh. Yeah, I hear the bird. <laughs> this is what we get for recording outside. <laughs> We're also um, very much in the flight path of O'Hare. So if you've oh, heard planes no, going over. Fireworks. Oh, there's still fireworks going on? I mean, we're it's July 7th, so I guess. Listen, I have really good hearing. Something's going on over okay. there. Okay. Oh, All right. Is. Fair enough. Um, we could be breaking some news here. But anyways, um, yeah. like God, I hope not. So, like, the Displains Golf Center is a three-level facility mm -hmm. and it's meant to be a practice facility but if you were to just look at it from a distance it looks like a top golf okay you know, i know exactly yep. what you're talking about yep so there will be like we're, we're planning on going tomorrow night on a friday night okay. i guarantee you there will be a group of 20 somethings who can get drinks from the bar and oh, go to the Lord. driving range and treat it like it's top golf and they will get shitty shitty looks they will yeah and i've Look, I, I, I've tried my hardest to not be that guy. Have you been the 20-something and then also now been the 35-year-old? <laughs> right. Is that the problem? Are you well, getting old on I, me? I am. I am. But I've resisted the temptation to be like, kids, this is not top golf. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm we getting close. I'm getting very close to doing that. Because, like, look, when I go to Displains Golf Center, I'm trying to work on some things because mm -hmm. I... I play a decent amount of golf. Mm -hmm. um, You're pretty bad, so you need to work on things. <laughs> when I go to Top Golf, I'm just there to have a good. Yes, I bring my own clubs, but look, I understand, <laughs> I understand what it is, and let's have a good time. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's that's the difference between Top Golf and the driving range. That's fair. Yeah. So back to our date thing. Correct. What was the first date you took Anna? Our first date. <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this. Um, the first date was in, was it January? I think it was a January. It was a, an it was unseasonably post warm. New Year. It was post New Year's, unseasonably warm January day. Maybe February, winter time. <laughs> um, we did outside batting practice with softball friends. And, and you're considering this a date? Well, th that part was not the date. <laughs> <laughs> we just happened to be God, I wish at BP together. That. <laughs> um, later in the evening, as we've talked about dinner and a movie not being a great first date, did we did dinner and a movie. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Where did you eat? Uh, Blackfin in Mount Prospect. Ooh, nice. Really good. Yeah. Um, what did you see? Um, do you remember what the movie was? The found, oh, the McDonald's movie with uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All Which right. I really liked. I, did you mm -hmm. like it? Yeah. <laughs> she says, eh. 
There was a shoulder shrug. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was She liked who she went with. She liked that personal space uh, <laughs> lack of bubble there. Right, oh right. Oh, my God. Um, but, you know, her and I knew each other for a long time before sure. dating. Kind so of a different scenario. It, it, yeah, then. different scenario. Yeah, right. yeah. But I, I totally get your point about, like, if you're brand new to somebody, like, you know, if you're, like, online dating is a thing, right? Between Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, whatever the kids are mm -hmm. using these days. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm very out of touch. I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> right. If you're, um, you know, meeting somebody for the first time in person, uh -huh. dinner and uh -huh. a movie, not great. because. Do you know what I recommend? Go shopping with someone. Go shopping with, that sounds Go terrible. With, Kelsey, yeah. that sounds terrible. Can I tell you that my husband and I, I don't know the last time we went shopping together. There's a reason for that. Okay. No. Are you kidding me? Don't give him credit. It's because my husband's a lazy I'm speaking for all shop. guys everywhere, Kelsey. I'm talking about groceries, bro. I'm not talking about clothes It shopping. doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> you are the problem. I no, I'm not the problem. I'm every, I'm every guy everywhere. Correct. It's the problem. <laughs> um, so to give our in-laws a little more space. And okay. time alone without us, we went grocery shopping this weekend. For the whole house or? Um, so funnily enough, I needed a couple ingredients for um, uh, maybe for 4th of July. Okay. Something, I mean, it was a small run. It was like a couple of things that I needed, nothing crazy. I was going to go alone. Okay. I have a child, bless him, three-year-old, who's not adjusting well uh -huh. to moving. We didn't really talk about this much, but it's been really bad. Yeah. Um, and he is essentially up my ass most of the time. Um, that's too much, but he's truly like on my hip. Yeah. Like most of the and time. And this is a, a, an environment that he's familiar with too. It's weird. Yeah. We thought it would go better. We were wrong. Um, and he's finally, I think starting to get a little used to it as Just we're getting ready to for, move yeah, out. Right. Yeah. It's great. Um, <laughs> but it's been really tough for Adam, yeah. uh, for Ben too, but mostly for Adam. And, um, so I got ready to leave and he just lost it. Ah, um, okay. and when I say he's been losing it, Full tantrums, screaming, crying, the face. He makes a face. It's very hard to say no to this face. It's really He's is. good at it. He's really good at it. He knows the buttons to push. He's very good at it. Um, and I said, okay, well, I'll take you. Yeah. Well, Ben was devastated. Uh, yeah. Ben's been watching Adam get a lot of attention lately. He's starting to do the same thing. No one can blame him. This is totally reasonable. If he's going to see it, he's going to kind of mimic it because um, it's, it's been successful. So aside from the fact that our parenting maybe needs work, um, I was like, okay, I'll take both of the boys with me. Yeah. And then I sat and thought and said, well, no, nothing could sound less exciting than going <laughs> alone to a store on, I want to say it was like Sunday. The um, day before, you know, yeah, the third. Yeah, a pretty yeah. busy day yeah. at the market. The Meyer market. Um, there's a lot going on, <laughs> and so I told Kevin, like, "Why don't you come with me?" And he did. Uh huh. And again, Kevin and I have literally not been shopping together for <laughs> I don't even know three years at least. Seven probably. years. Seven years. Eight years. Oh my god. Kevin is in shop. Yeah. So this is really something. Oh, a little bit when he was working a horse man for events. Okay. He would take me with him to do some shopping. There. Okay. But like as a family of four, we've literally never been shopping together. Yeah. 
And wow. so we went out and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is eye opening. And I recommend it as a, do I want to spend my life with this person? <laughs> because it's interesting. I think it's really interesting. It tells you a lot about somebody. What are they buying? Mm-hmm. How are they buying it? What are their habits? It's truly like a test of like, <laughs> so maybe not first date, but like maybe like third date. Wow. That's, uh, I think, aggressive. Um... Possibly, but I'm kind of an aggressive person. <laughs> so I'm not super shocked by this. Um, wow. I think, I think three dates in. Five? Seven? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's. Kevin and I were I together for ten case. years before we yeah. got married, so maybe I, I'm. I think wrong. it's. I, th- I think it's case by case. Um, what was our second date? Do you remember? What, I would say, what's the date that it gets serious? I think again, it's totally case, by, case, case. by case. Yeah, yeah but I, shut up. What's I, the date it gets serious? I think relationships these days are a lot different. I, I hate to sound old, but. Wow, that's twice in one podcast. I know. It's super old. 35 now, Kels. I, I mean, know. I know. It hurts. Um, <laughs> I think the way the kids, quote unquote, the kids <laughs> date these days um, is a lot different than even when we were in high school. Um, Interesting. Like, I'm not saying that every high school relationship was going to turn into marriage, but now kids are like, yeah, I don't like her all that much. I'm going to do something on the side. So I read articles, um, extensive articles on dating in high school. I think it's an interesting topic yeah. for myself personally, but also in general. Um, and the general consensus is that monogamy in high school is a bad idea. A bad idea. Why? Because your development is so early. that um the idea of like and this is this is true they're right they're kind of looking back in history when people got married at 16 17 15 right even like like our our parents got married way earlier than we did yes um and my grandmother was 17 when she had my dad she was married when she had him yeah i think married when she was when she got pregnant i don't know for sure but like so she was probably 16 when she got married um and that's just you know two generations removed so that's that's very close um but i think general consensus is that you are still being formed and truly you should date as much as possible um and the idea of promiscuity and this sort of like anti-promiscuity like we don't want to we don't want to be with lots of people is a sort of social construct that's really detrimental to lasting relationships because this idea of like you have to be with a single person you then miss out on being able to form yourself throughout multiple interactions with other people. Yeah, I think maturity goes a long way, right? I mean, right? When you're 17, 18 years old, you're just simply not that mature, right? I mean, you know, we I think we all had relationships when we were in high school and we were like, oh my God, I love this person. Yeah. No, you don't. 
Kevin told me he was going to marry me yeah. after we'd been together for like six months. That's yeah. the fucking most terrifying thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and you guys were... I felt that way too at the time. Yeah. This is not like an in retrospect. Like at the time I was like, dude, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. You, we you guys were... got together, was it early our senior year? I forget. Right? Yeah, summer before senior year. I was okay. 17 when he told me that. So it was right around turn of the year, um, probably, right? Yeah, I mean, I was 17 yeah. when you told me that. Yeah. It's right before I turned 18, but yeah. still. And you are the only woman that Kevin has ever been in a relationship with. Correct. As a guy, that's conviction, and that's... Um, laziness. That's not laziness. It's laziness. No, it's not laziness. He's, he's the first person <laughs> to say that he married the first woman who would have him. I found a woman who would put up with me and I married her. That's what he'll tell you. That's what he will tell you himself. He's fucking lazy. <laughs> Yet here you are. Here I am. Making poor decisions, my friend. <laughs> oh, my God. No, um, I, I think it's very strange. And, and truthfully, he's not the only person I've ever had a relationship with. But it's, I mean, the only meaningful relationship, sure. right? Like, yeah. the only thing that's. I, I mean, he and I, this summer, in a couple months, or a couple weeks, will officially have been together longer than we've been apart. Like, in our lives. Yeah. Like, we will have that, lived longer together yeah. than single, and that includes the babiness, the I'm three weeks old, or I'm, I don't remember yeah. any, right? Right, right? Like, that yep. that includes everything. Yeah. yeah. And that's crazy. Um, but I, I'm the first one, I think, to tell people, like, he and I had to form ourselves and grow into who we are. But you did it together. And that's a it's huge hard. thing. It's hard to do. Yeah. Or it can be. Maybe it can be super simple for some people. But for us, it was very difficult. It's like, you're trying to decide who you are, you're trying to figure out who you are. And yet, you're taking someone else's feelings into account. Mm-hmm. And that can be a huge stressor and it can be a huge task and it can be something super valuable and rewarding, or it can be something that you resent and, or yeah, but don't if you resent the other side, if well. you resent that it's not good, right? Correct. I mean, I mean, I think so. Like, I think, you know, Kevin never had his wild days where he dated a bunch of women. Does he, does he regret that? I don't know. Back from break, and um, Kelsey, I'm not going to lie. It's been a little disjointed, not because of anything that we've done. Just it's the first time we're in person. We're outside. Things happen. We're MacGyvering of, the shit out of this recording. A lot of blue moon. A lot of blue moon. I'm yeah. drinking a bottle of wine. Yeah. Like This has been a very festive and <laughs> spirited discussion um, in more ways than one. Um, oh and taking pictures over here. Like This is, this is crazy. Uh, what is going on? Have you ever poured a beer Listen, in your life? I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> it's, it's my phone here that's in jeopardy of being drowned in blue moon. Um, yeah, so one Me. of the reasons we are finally in person and outside is that it's summer. And uh, the reason that we have been off for a while is because it's summer. And there are things to do in summertime because, look, we're in Chicagoland. We only get... What is it? Am I the or, only person who does summertime? And the, the living's living's easy. Easy. Every time you keep saying summertime, that's, <laughs> it's like 
broken record in my great, brain. It's a great sublime song. It really is. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, we've both taken trips, um, some international, some interstate. Um, and let's talk about it because I think, uh, I think it's fun to talk about vacation because hell, we don't get to go on vacation very often. So Correct. tell um, me about Mexico. So Mexico was awesome. Um, I'll set the stage. Why'd so, you go? Tell our listeners. Right. So it, it was the wedding of a former coworker of mine, um, at the beer distributor. Uh, her name is Nancy. We got married to Jay. And um, we got the invite back in December, I want to say, because I think when you invite to an international destination wedding, you have to send, you know, proper notifications so that people can plan. That seems uh, very nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we decided like, hey, like, let's take a trip. Like um, we and had never been to Mexico before. Um, I have never been to Mexico. But have you done an all-inclusive resort? Uh, Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. Okay. Um, and our honeymoon in Fiji. So I've done two. Yep. Um, I think Turks probably has a similar feel to Mexico, maybe. Probably the Caribbean. Correct. And yeah, yeah, yeah. tropics. So kind probably of, similar, but I've yeah. also never been to Mexico, and now she has, and I haven't. But right. Um, so I'd been once before, this was uh, a little over 10 years ago. Um, we <laughs> family vacation, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And we decided very late, uh, like a month before we decided, Hey, we're going to go to Mexico. <laughs> I had a passport because I was planning to go on a cruise, uh, with the ex's family. Um, like a week before this Mexico trip, actually, <laughs> um, it was a, that was a hell of a summer of travel. Action-packed summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so I had a passport. Owen had to rush to get his passport. Oh. Like, that's and it was expensive. a minor miracle that the passport came through yeah. in a short amount of time. Because uh, if you know anything about getting a passport, it's not a fast process. Good old government processes. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. So we did it. And it was a very quick weekend trip. Uh, but it was to an all-inclusive resort. Um, now where was this first trip that you took? Um, I don't remember the name of the resort, but it's in the same area, Riviera Maya, uh, which you fly into Cancun. Um, that's an experience in and of itself. Um, and then the resort we stayed at that, that one time was a very small, it was nice. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. perfect for a weekend trip. We did one day in the pool. We did one day offsite at a, um, very, uh, it was a very cool, like natural water park Ooh. kind of thing where they had like a, a lagoon kind of. That sounds very where you cool. Could, yeah, where you could snorkel. There was like a lazy river thing. Um, it was it was pretty cool. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but it's very quick. Now, this resort that we went to um, this past, uh, it was a couple weeks ago now. It was two weeks today that we were there. Time flies. You're not thinking about it or anything. No, not at all. Yeah, time flies. Um, first of all, adults only. That's key. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I hate, that. again, I hate to sound old, but I mean, to not have to deal with kids running around everywhere. Yeah. Look, kids are great. We were all kids at one point, but when you're on vacation, like the last thing you want to deal with is kids getting all up in your shit. And yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, and it could be because I have kids and I like <laughs> to escape them occasionally on vacation, but it sounds like that's just a universal 35-year-old person. Yeah, thing. I think so, I think so. That's good. Yep, okay. Um, so when you fly into Cancun, um, first of all, 
you have to go through customs, which was a breeze. Like okay. we got through customs. I, I think our flight out of O'Hare was. Flights still require masking at all times? No. Ah, okay. At least, at least going to Mexico. Okay. Flights out of the U.S. at the moment do not require masks. That's interesting. Right. In the airport, on the plane, do not require masks. Wow. Okay. Um, they said in the airport in Cancun, masks required. Okay. They were very much optional. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> That quote unquote required. Um, yeah, gotcha. I, I think mm-hmm. that's a lot of where you come from in the United States. And, sure, yeah, sure. Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, when you fly into Cancun, uh, first you have to go through customs and then get your baggage. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was normal or just our flight or whatever, it took forever to get our bags. Oh. Um, but then you have to walk to get to your transport. Yeah. Now, the transport was prearranged. Yeah. Right. Which is good and safe. And Correct. Yes. There are some concerns, I think, right around Right. That. That's the yeah. idea. So you prearrange your transport. You are told. And I, I knew this because I had been to Cancun once before and had not. But we had heard from anybody we talked to that we had told we were going to Cancun. <laughs> the first thing they said was don't drink the water. The second thing they said was don't talk to the timeshare people. Because yeah. in between baggage claim and the transport pickup area, you have to walk through a hallway. <laughs> and I use the term hallway loosely, but hallway. I mean, you, there's no escaping this. You have to walk through a, a pathway of people who are trying to sell you shit. Yeah. And it is probably not legit. And they will, they're shameless mm-hmm. about trying to get your attention yeah. and you just put your head down and walk. There are some um, major similarities between that and certain European countries. Really? Yeah. There are certain places when we were in Europe. Where um, it was like you were just kind of set upon. Okay. And there was just, I mean, you were in a street and it was like a, like a, maybe a narrower street or something. You were just like, people were kind of in your face. And yeah. It wasn't about timeshares, but it, it's a similar idea, right? They're, tr- you're they're just trying like, to sell you things. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, I can't get out of this. How do I do this? Um, or around the Eiffel Tower. Ah. Lots of people selling wares, um, selling stuff, Eiffel Tower-y stuff. Trying to so take advantage of tourists. Yeah. It's a yeah. tourism thing. Um, so kind of similar yet. Not exactly the same, but you... You clearly made it out unscathed. We did. You don't have a timeshare that I'm not aware of, do you? <laughs> not to my knowledge. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we we made it to our transport. Um, everything was seamless. Like, it, it went as it was supposed to. That's good. You get in the van, and they pop you a cornita, although mine was basically room temp. And... Cornita? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a mini Corona. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's just adorable. Okay. Does it have um, lime? Uh, no lime, no lime. He's a mini lime. Yeah, right. Well, a key lime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but it was about a 25-minute drive to the uh, resort. Okay. Um, and you you pull in. Checking in was a process. Ooh. Oh, my God. We got out of the transfer. You do sound 35. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> we, get out of, we get out of the van. Uh, someone greets us. He gives us a, a cool towel because if you've ever been to Mexico in June... <laughs> It's like wearing it a fleece hot? blanket at all times. <laughs> oh my god! Is it warm? <laughs> yeah, warm and humid and everything. Um, Are you I close ha- to the equator? I, yeah, I, I hate to complain because it's a vacation, but my god, it was hot. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, so he gives you a cool Wrong towel. Time he, of year to visit, right? <laughs> he brings you to a lobby. Someone else brings you champagne as a welcome drink. Like it, it's it's a process. But anyways, we get checked in, um, and we get to our room. We get to the pool. Um, we were the only people that we knew outside of the bride and groom. 
Okay, that kind of wedding. Yes. Got it. And there were other people from TNC that were supposed to be going, ended up not going ah. for, for different reasons. Okay. It's fine. Um, throughout the course of the trip, we agreed that we struck a good balance of doing our own thing versus hanging out with the group. Kind of nice. Everybody in the group was very nice. Yeah. Um, you know, they of course, they all knew each other and, you know... Um, you know, whatever. Odd men out a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, but, but they, they were, were very nice. nice. And funny story, um, several of the group, or, or at least two people, had connections to Rolling Meadows. One of the One of the bride's friend's husbands was a Rolling Meadows grad. What year? Uh, 96, I think he said. Oh, okay. Yeah, so didn't know my dad, but knew a ton of people who I mentioned. Yeah, so you, it was nice. Because right. you had that little bit like, oh. Oh, you know so-and-so? Yeah. 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 And then one of uh, Nancy's friends now lives in Rolling Meadows, not far from my parents. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So there was, yeah. Stuff uh, to talk about. Yeah, exactly. You didn't feel like you were totally out Correct. of your element. Yep. That's Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. So, and then, I mean, the resort itself, I mean, I loved it. Did um, you go off resort at all? No, we did not. Because did you need to? No, we didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were only there for four nights. Mm. Um, there was plenty to do between the beach, the pool, the restaurants, mm. um, massage. We did not need um, to, the, need the prices to. were pretty outrageous as far as massages go. Okay. Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, and that's the other thing, like you get, on... we got a voucher when we went, oh, cause we yeah. went on CDW's diet. Uh, <laughs> there you go. And that's what we used it on yep. was massages. So there yep. you go. Yep. yep. Um, I highly recommend the Valentine Imperial in Cancun. Or I guess Plug. Ruby or Maya, same Plug. thing basically. Good. Yeah, um, highly good. recommend. That's um, awesome. The food was was excellent. The drinks were, I mean, shit. Swim up bar. I mean, <laughs> you've never been to Hawaii, have you? I've never been to Hawaii. No. I'm going back and forth with a lot of people lately about Hawaii because um, my brother-in-law, bless him, would like to go there. Um, and it seems like a really long plane ride. I think it's at least six hours, right? I think it's closer to eight. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's LA a, a good four. five to, well, it's four or five, three and a half, four to Vegas. And then probably yeah, another so four and a half to five to LA plus another yeah. maybe three. Yeah. Well, you um, probably have to transfer in LA. There are direct flights, okay. but I want to say it's like an eight, eight and a half hour flight. If I'm going to go eight hours, I'm going to Europe. That's yeah. just kind of how I feel about stuff at this point in my life. As a plane flies overhead. Correct. We're talking <laughs> about you. Did you know? Um, I'm yelling at planes now. That's where I am in my life. Um, but we did, so my international travel experience, yep. um, for, for me personally, um, have done Europe a couple times. Uh, once study abroad, once with Jamie, and once with my dad. That's yep. kind of my European travels. Yep. When we got engaged, Kevin and I were talking honeymoons, and I was like, my parents bought into a timeshare company Okay, where they're able to get timeshare options everywhere. So they bought like three, yeah, they bought like three trips, and then they bought into um, excess inventory. So they pay like a minimal housekeeping fee basically every year, okay. and then they can get um, week-long trips to places basically in their off season for really cheap. Okay. And so like my parents are big fans of traveling when places are quiet because my parents are old and they <laughs> love that. And so they're like, yes, we'll spend a week in North Carolina. 
when nobody wants to be there. Right. Or yes, we'll spend a week in Wisconsin in January. Yeah. Who the fuck does that? My parents. <laughs> so this works beautifully for them. But they also bought like these basically like three trips that they can use at a lot of locations because the place that they bought into is is worldwide. Um, and a couple of them are just nice stateside places. And I was like, oh, let's do South Carolina. Let's do Hilton Head for our, yeah. our honeymoon. And we have this free trip. That would be wonderful because the, the room, at least, room and board's free. We just pay for it. And I'm I'm sitting here on a budget wedding trying to, like, keep costs down. <laughs> and Kevin looks back and he's like, how about Molly Molly or Molly Molly, whatever the <laughs> fuck he's saying. <laughs> Where you sit on a hut over the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, we're on pictures are gorgeous. different pages. <laughs> yeah. So I'm planning the wedding. You plan the honeymoon, is what I told him. This is how we ended up in Fiji. <laughs> and it was wonderful, but it was a four and a half hour flight to LA yep. with a quick layover, 10 hours to Fiji mainland. Oh my God. And then an hour and a half in a puddle jumper where the pilot, I could literally touch him because we were in the front row. I don't think I've even heard that story. Oh, okay. I have a photo from me and it's like, hey, pilot, and all the controls. Yeah. <laughs> like right there. And then An hour and a half? Maybe less. Maybe hour 15. But yeah, oh like, a, like a decent yeah. flight. Yeah. Um, in a puddle jumper, there were eight of us. It was two seater oh back four. God. Yeah. That's plus, an experience. Plus the pilot and his co pilot. So yeah. there were 10 of us total. Um, in this little puddle jumper. Do they make announcements over the loudspeaker? <laughs> Is the seatbelt sign on? There was no talking. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I don't think they spoke English. No, there was no bathroom. Oh my God. I don't think they spoke English. We like got on and they were like, boo, 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 and we didn't hear anything until yeah, an went. hour and 15 later. Yeah. And like it was, you know, small planes fly lower. Right. It was cloudy. Oh. <laughs> and we're like, it was gorgeous, but we're like flying through clouds and shit. And I'm just like, this is it. Was it this turbulent? Is where I go. Pardon? Was it turbulent? It was not super smooth, but it wasn't horribly turbulent. Okay. It was yeah. just like a smaller plane. It wasn't horrible. In fact, it was fine. Right? Yeah. I'm making kind of a big deal out of it just because like I could <laughs> literally touch the pilot. But That's funny to me. He was wonderful. Wow. They were wonderful. They got us there. They got us back. That's all that matters. But we, we went from, okay, so Chicago to LA, LA to the mainland. Mainland to this smaller island called Teveuni. Then a, a van ride. This was the most perilous part of it all. As this guy drove the van like he was just fucking whatever <laughs> on these roads that weren't really roads. So across to the other Yeah, but end did of, he give you a cornita? No, he did not. <laughs> give me a heart attack. Is, coronary is what he gave me. Across to the other side of the island. And the other side of the island, we caught a boat to another island, oh my God. which is where we actually were. That's a long-ass day. So, so full, truly full 24 hours kind of on either end, right? Because you're yeah. like, that's a day of travel. And are you crossing the dateline? We did not. Okay. We did not. Um, somehow we managed to miss that. So we went via the Pacific rather than, than the Atlantic. And so we were on the same day. No, wait, that doesn't make sense. Pacific Atlantic. Isn't Fiji close to like Australia, New Zealand? Yeah, it's or New Zealand-ish. I... Yeah. Okay. 
I think that's right about the dateline, right? No, we didn't pass it, as okay. far as I know. All right. But it was like a, a vast time difference. So we got there. We loved it. Yeah. I cannot say anything bad about Fiji. It was amazing. The only quote-unquote bad thing I can say was the travel time. Because yeah. that's pretty extensive. Travel days are draining. Yes. And Kevin kind of has a bad back. So 10, 10 hour flights. Did you get one of those like lay down beds or were you like. No, we were in regular, uh-huh. you know. And so I took a sleeping pill from LA. Yep. I was like, I would like to sleep. Yeah. Bear in mind, I had planned a wedding. We had <laughs> had a wedding. I had gone back to work for three days and then gone on our honeymoon. I was fucking exhausted. Yep. So I was like, I'm going to sleep. You're going to knock the fuck out. It's what you're going to do. <laughs> Problem was, um, well, it turns out I'm not great on sleeping pills. Ah. And also, they wake you up to feed you international flights. I kind of forgot about that. And this poor person came around to give us food. And I was like, Bleh! <laughs> and Kevin's like, I married this. <laughs> so that was special. On the way home, um, we paid a little extra to get into the club at uh-huh. the airport in Fiji, Fiji's International, with a couple friend we had met at the honeymoon. Okay. Like, they were at the resort with us. They happened to be traveling back on the same plane. They were nice. Um, we're not, well, Kevin's not the type to make friends with other people, <laughs> but they were very nice people. So yeah. we were, we were, it was good. Um, we got a little drunk and then I got hung over on Ooh, a 10 hour flight. Yeah, that'll happen. I will never do that again. <laughs> That's my. I think it's accelerated too at altitude. Fucking awful. It's my spiel. Anyway, we got out there. It was amazing we did a waterfall tour we did scuba diving we did massages we did we spent a shit ton of money yeah i'll admit but it was an amazing experience and i wouldn't change it for anything yep however kevin working at cdw won a trip to turks and caicos Uh uh-huh that occurred two months after our honeymoon. <laughs> and I was like, why the fuck didn't we just do this for <laughs> Well, you didn't know at the time, of Correct. course, right? That yeah. was his point. Yeah. Um, and, and it was, like, very interesting because we had just done so much travel to get to Fiji. Yeah. We'd spent, We're like... kind of over planes and everything. We did a layover in South Carolina, and it still only took us, like, four hours to get to the Caribbean. And I'm like, and you want me to go eight hours to get to Hawaii? Fuck that noise. Because frankly, Caribbean was amazing. Again, CDW paid for a lot of things that we could probably not afford if we decide to go again. But it was just so much simpler, so much faster. Where is Turks and Caicos? Caribbean. Okay. That's all you need to know. And... Different country, though, so international flight. Yes, it was an international flight, yes. So you could do, like, Puerto Rico and have a similar experience. Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory. Correct. It would technically be um, in the U.S. If you fly into San Juan, is that an international flight? I didn't think so. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I really don't know. (laughs) I'd have to look it up. up. Turks and Caicos was an international flight, yes. Um, but there, so Puerto Rico, I, I don't think it is. I'm not sure. And there are places, you know, where you can go that are 
protectorates. Um, so you can go to like the British Virgin Islands, right. like the U.S. Yeah. Um, for that matter. Um, so there are other places in the Caribbean. This one we went because that's where they took us. I've never really seen anything quite like it. Yeah. We went to a place called Iguana Island, um, which is inhabited with iguanas. Yeah. There's and has, iguanas all over the place at the resort. <laughs> yeah. So it has no people. Yeah. So there's like a, an island and then very little watery technically that makes it the island. And then there's an actually inhabited island nearby. Yeah. But when we went to Iguana Island, which was on a boat, party boat with a bunch of people, we got there, we, we landed on one side, we walked across to the other, and legit, it felt like we were at the end of the world. Wow. Because all nothing. you could see was water. Yeah. Which happened at certain locations in Fiji, but, like, not all of them, because in the yeah. main, where we were in Fiji, there was another island across from us. So, like, we typically right. saw land. Yeah. In Turks, this particular place where we went, it literally just looked like you were at the edge of the world. Yeah. And there was nobody there, and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like there's no comparison. Yeah. So we we were on the beach in Cancun and we could see Cozumel. Yeah. Because that's a, that's an Island uh, and a cruise port. So I've been to Cozumel a couple times on, on cruises. Um, And I, at first I thought, Oh, is that Cuba? No, it's not Cuba. (laughs) Because I, I think you can see Cuba maybe from Cozumel. I, I don't really, really, yeah, I, I think wow. maybe it's from Key West, but like Key West, Cuba, Cozumel, it's all in like the same general. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Or maybe, maybe I'm thinking of just being at sea on a cruise and being able to see Cuba from where we were at sea. Yeah. Uh, but I know. Well, I, Cuba I, and either key west or very south florida yeah it's only 90 miles right which yeah. is nothing and again on a clear yeah. day if you're up a little bit you can oh yeah you can see yeah yeah but i guess i didn't realize that mexico comes around quite that far yeah the yucatan i i learned this in uh just kind of spanish um, class. what's that spanish class no not spanish class i'm um, just kind of learning about the yucatan peninsula that's where the crater or the uh asteroid or meteor or whatever it was that killed the dinosaurs. It hit in the Yucatan Peninsula. Brady needs to stop drinking. Why do I need to stop drinking? <laughs> I don't know. You're talking about dinosaurs. That's where the meteor hit. <laughs> How do you know? Wikipedia. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <All> man. <laughs> You're... He will tell you Wikipedia that it hit <laughs> in the Yucatan Peninsula, which is where Cancun is. Um... <laughs> and also really close to Cuba. <laughs> Also really close to Cuba. Yes, absolutely. It's a good thing you're not driving home tonight. Brady. Correct. Correct. Um, well, it's uh, it's an hour and 45 into the podcast. And <laughs> Anne's hip just cracked. Um, it's probably best we shut this down. I, he doesn't edit well. I think it's all getting air. I, look, it's going to take me a little bit to edit this because... Like I said, we yeah. we are MacGyvering the shit out of this recording, um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be done because we haven't been on for five weeks and it needs to be posted. Um, <laughs> I I should mention too in the in the theme of sports, uh, the NHL draft was tonight. Yeah, Blackhawks picked right before I left. Yeah, he looked they, like he well, was twelve. 
the <laughs> he probably was. Um, <laughs> the the big news of the day was not the draft pick itself, but the trades the that the Blackhawks made, trading away Alex DeBrinket and Kirby Doc, which are uh, two young pieces to the Blackhawks roster. And we talk about the name Kirby Doc. We've talked about probably both of them at some point or another, but um, the Hawks were in full on rebuild mode. I can't imagine Jonathan Taves and uh, Patrick Kane are happy about that. So very interesting to see what happens. I think even since uh, we've been on last, they hired a, a, a new head coach and general manager. So it's a new era for the Blackhawks. Until next time, I'm Kelsey. <laughs> and I'm Brady. And we'll be back. <laughs>